Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. It's Coach Lois, and I'm so excited to have another amazing guest. This is another double header week. If you guys are tuning in inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community, we had Ursula Menches on Wednesday. Today is Friday, November 12th. And as always, I bring the best because we're here to inspire, educate, and equip you guys to be your highest and best self with your best health, your best wealth and your best wisdom. And you guys know the drill. If you guys are here tuning in live, please comment below hashtag live and where you're tuning in from. All right, we got some people here. Welcome, welcome. And if you're on the replay, comment below also hashtag replay and where you're tuning in from. And if you're not inside this group, you're listening to this on iTunes, iHeartRadio, on my YouTube channel, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com find the Facebook group on Facebook. We'd love for you to be able to meet all of my speakers are inside of this group, as well as well over a thousand other like-minded go-givers, people who are wanting to live their best life in this new normal as well. So as the host, I have the honor and privilege and introducing to you guys today, my friend, John Terry. Uh, We met Um, through the pandemic, um, through the Strategic Alliance. He's a two-time martial arts Hall of Fame inductee. If that isn't impressive, I've never had anyone like that on my show. He's also an international author, speaker, trainer, coach, and he's a friend of Lois. So I think that's probably the most important out of all of those three, don't you, John? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I'd love for you to go ahead and and share. I mean, like I said, I've never had someone who was a two-time martial arts Hall of Fame inductee. And so you've got you to tell us, how did that all happen? You know, that's, that's a fun story, Lois. And, and we could take a longer time than what you've got scheduled for this. But okay. let me give you a condensed version of that. Uh, when I was 13 years old, my parents relocated from a big city to a small town. And my dad told me I was going to have the opportunity to go from being a, a big city nobody to a small town somebody. Mm. When we relocated, I became the target of every bully in school. So after a couple, two or three weeks of coming home, ready to move back to be a nobody in the big city, my dad smiled and he said, I'll fix this. I thought he was going to talk to the principal. No, he enrolls me in martial arts classes. Now, back in the, in the 70s, kids didn't take martial arts. It was an adult sport. And so I was the only kid in the class. I walk into this room full of grown adults, all six foot tall, 200 pounds or better. I'm five foot four at the time, maybe 80 pounds soaking wet. And I'm thinking, dear God, my dad's paying for these grown men to kill me. So Mm. the instructor met. He'd made an exception to allow me in the room. And he introduced me to this beautiful girl in the back of the room, 24 years of age, just about my size. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. I was going to get to work out with this swimsuit model from Sports Illustrated every week. (laughs) 
<laughs> Little did I know she had come out of a bad marriage with an abusive husband and was wanting to learn self-defense to protect herself. So the standing joke around the house was I was getting beat up at school. Dad was paying good money for a girl to beat me up so I could learn to fight. And once I learned to fight like a girl, the bullying at school stopped. I fell in love with the martial arts. Uh, I now have five black belts and five different systems. Uh, I've spent over a decade doing predator awareness, predator safety, rape and assault prevention clinics, not only here in the United States, but in the Caribbean and Central America and in Africa. Uh, and then from that, been inducted into two martial arts hall of fames. And I've had the distinct honor as of 2016 to be asked to lead the United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So I get to work with a number of incredible martial artists from all over the world. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing, amazing. And I do want to acknowledge, um, and unfortunately, guys, I'm so glad you guys, um, I, and I think you might be friends of John, um, but we have people tuning in live from Arkansas. Awesome. We also have Michelle Cruz Hickok here, and, and uh, we don't get to see your beautiful face. It's a stream yard thing, so I apologize for that, but we just want to welcome you. Uh, and as you guys can see, we have someone with um, a big heart, and uh, you don't want to mess with him also at the same time, I'm guessing. I'm right. Am I right, John? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, the standing joke, I have three boys and three girls, and when the girls bring a boy to the house, they introduce me. This is my dad. He punch kicks and kills people for fun, and he taught me to do the same. <laughs> and so very quickly, we learn whether or not these are good guys or not, because if they don't come back, we understand why. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't think I realized you. Have, so you have six kids? I have six children. Yes. I didn't do the math before. I didn't, don't remember that yeah. about you. Oh yeah. my goodness. And my middle daughter uh, shares my passion for the martial arts. She's at, and, and my youngest son, he was, uh, he was inducted in 2010 into the hall of fame. He was the outstanding youth martial artist of the year, but my mm -hmm. daughter's become a certified self-defense instructor and she's really picked up the mantle of really talking about predator awareness, predator safety, and has a really big heart for kids. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. I love that because um, that's really what it's about or, you know, the the kids. I mean, you grow up with so much and so many people go through so much like the the 24 year old woman that you were talking about. Like it's 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 one thing to maybe have pain and trauma and like numb yourself with, you know, drugs, alcohol, work was my favorite one. Workaholism was my my side effect. And I was actually also addicted to fitness. I did Ironman triathlons, marathons. I was also always testing the limits of my body. But we have actually put our son into karate because we feel like it's such a, a balance of the mind, the Absolutely. body, yes. and the spirit. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I know you work with a lot of people on, on as a result, leadership as well, helping people be their best self, which is why I'm so glad to have you here. Um, what do you see after all of these black belts, um, after all of, you know, parenthood is, is a black belt in and of itself, right? That's right. Um, what do you see as the number one challenge people face as they, as they try to master their life? You know, as we think into people mastering their life, the number one challenge I see is, is a lack to do something for themselves. I believe everybody's been put on mm -hmm. earth on purpose for a purpose. And they've been equipped by their creator to fulfill that purpose in the earth. The mm. problem for most people is they never take the opportunity to look inside mm. to see that black belt leader within themselves. And everybody has the opportunity to master their life, whether you're going to be a dancer, an architect, an engineer, a construction worker. Everybody has an opportunity to be world-class at what they do, but it mm. requires that you look within discover what your passion is, what your giftings and callings are, 
and then be committed to a lifelong journey of becoming the very best version of yourself you can and getting a little bit better every single day. I love that. Couldn't be more in alignment with me in this podcast and and just even my own coaching. However, I'm going to ask you the million dollar question, um, John, especially since uh, I think so many of us have been forced to look within. Thanks. Thank you, pandemic. Thank you. Great pause of 2020, which helped me wake up and realize my highest and best purpose and version of myself. So I'm right in alignment with you. However, looking within can be very, very painful, can it, John? Oh, absolutely it can. Because what we don't understand is that in the early formative years of our lives, uh, our parents, family members, centers of influence in our lives had the opportunity to instill in us their attitudes, their beliefs that shaped our own. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, we walk around with these limiting beliefs and these mindsets that cause us to not fulfill our full potential or not believe we're not enough. Um, I was talking to a group just this week, and we were talking about the subject of money in terms of being healthy, wealthy, and wise. And many of them grew up in a household where their parents told them every day, money doesn't grow on trees. Only the wealthy get wealthy. Unless you win the lottery, you'll never get rich. Mm. And these individuals I was talking to, incredibly talented people, that had the ability to be seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, but because of what they had been told and the mindset they had, they were stuck in this belief that they could never be successful. Mm. Looking inside, finding those gifts, and cultivating those, and believing in yourself was important. Mm. They were missing that because they were being held back, and it hurt for them. Mm. And, and sometimes I got to be honest with you, like that's why we put our kids into karate, music, um, dance, just allow themselves to flow right. and release some of those emotions. And yet sure. at the same time, I really wish our school system, we do some homeschooling. So we're actually teaching our kids about self-compassion, self-love, mm -hmm. financial investing, which I know you're you're excited about that kind of stuff, too, with your background. Um, schools, they teach reading, writing and arithmetic. Yes. But yeah. there's not a class on self-compassion or no, being a leader, not. John. Yes. What's up with that? Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things I learned early on that really attracted me to the martial arts, and it's an interesting backstory. When someone would go to one of the grandmasters that founded the Okinawan martial arts in the birthplace of Okinawa, which was the birthplace of karate, when you went to a grandmaster and presented yourself to become a student, that instructor would not teach you those all-important self-defense combat tactics until he knew that you were a person of value, that you had good character, that you could lead yourself well and make good choices. And they spent the first early formative years of teaching in the martial arts creating a black belt leader mindset hmm. so that they would learn to understand how to master their lives. And so at that point, they knew that they could trust that individual to be mm -hmm. taught these skills that could literally kill someone because mm -hmm. they knew they would not be abused. But when we get into school today, we get into life today, parents haven't been taught leadership. They don't teach leadership in schools. And as a result of that, how many individuals are walking through life not having the opportunity to know how to lead themselves well, to make good choices, and ultimately master their life by becoming a black belt leader of their life and choosing to lead their life on purpose for a purpose. Wow, that's huge. Uh, and I think 
that would be, I don't know if you ever can, because you're, you're a, kind of a big deal. Uh, and I know you work with John Maxwell. And do you see any way of making a movement to getting this into the school system? One of the things we're doing right now, Lois, and I'll, I'll just kind of bring it up, uh, great segue. Uh, <laughs> this book I wrote in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. Uh, this book is Black Belt Leadership 101. Uh, originally written for martial arts school owners to be able to teach the 10 essential qualities of learning to lead yourself well and make good choices. This book is designed in such a way that all the content is there. You go from white belt to black belt and learning what it means to be a leader. In the back of the book is a facilitator's guide for either self-study or group study. So one of the things we're doing now is we're introducing the concept of black belt leadership into coaching programs, working with athletes because mm -hmm. of that connection to the martial arts and people wanting to be excellent at what they do mm -hmm. and encouraging them to do a mastermind, a book study with this book to learn how to lead themselves well. From that, would love an opportunity to bring resources like this into public and private schools to teach young adults to learn how to lead themselves at an early age. Because think about it, if your kids could learn to lead themselves well and learn mm -hmm. to master their life before they leave high school, mm -hmm. what better, how much better of an employee are they going to be? How much better of a student in college, if they go there, are they going to be? How much mm -hmm. better are they going to be in leading their family as the husband or wife of their family, in mm -hmm. working and being a leader in a business or ultimately owning and equipping others to lead? It feeds into becoming an excellent version of yourself that makes a significant difference in the lives of others. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think you and I are going to have a lot of conversations <laughs> um, about that because um, that's near and dear to my heart because there's yes. so many, um, and I, I don't mean to belabor the point, but there, I just see so many people because I'm a sales trainer, right? And sure. I, I, I have a huge heart. I'm empathic, and I always I see salespeople struggle. Uh, you know, I, I coach a lot of coaches. I'm a coach of coaches. They're, uh, you know, the ICF, International Coaching Federation, says that the average global coaching income a year is less than 40 grand. I mean, you might as well be a teacher at that right. um, income level. And I truly believe it all goes back to the wounds from our past. Um, the limiting beliefs fire get fired up every day. If you're if you felt rejected as a kid, every time you talk to someone about possibly becoming their client and they say no, you might spend the next five days recovering. Um, you know, and it takes six to seven no's to get a yes. So maybe um, maybe you can talk about that a little bit as uh, being a black belt leader. You know, how does someone who hasn't had you know, your experience as a black belt leader, and they're, they're still licking the wounds of the past, maybe even subconsciously, right, most likely, mm -hmm. where do they begin on being a black belt leader so that they can become a better salesperson? Absolutely. You, it first has to start with belief, because you have to believe in yourself. And that's the very first letter. If, in my book, I do an acrostic of the word black belt. And if you go to my website, beablackbeltleader.com, you can download a poster that you can stick on the wall, or you can reach out to me, and I'm happy to mail you a, a hard, glossy copy of that. And it outlines the word black belt. And with each of those letters, there's a mm. corresponding character value or attribute that you have to embrace. Mm. The first of those is belief, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in you. But the problem is, for many of us, good-meaning parents and others in the formative years of our lives 
gave us limiting beliefs that they believed to be true because that's what they lived in their own lives and that's what they were taught. And so we see this generational pattern of limited beliefs being passed down that holds people back from their potential. Mm. So part of this learning, this discovery of going within is discovering these talents that you have, these abilities that you have, these gifts that you've been given, and begin to cultivate those and begin to share those with others. And as a result of sharing your knowledge and wisdom and insight, all of a sudden people begin to value your wisdom, your knowledge, Mm. your expertise, And as you begin to accept and be open to receiving their compliment that, Lois, what you shared with me today was incredible. Thank you for doing that. Now their self-esteem boosts, their self-worth, their confidence builds. Now they're much more able and effective at being able to go out and do better at what they do. But it has to start with belief and really believing in you, your passion and your calling and your ability to make a difference. Yeah, it was it's so cool because just last night I'm having my kids go through this self-compassion uh, nighttime meditation with me on Headspace um, because I see my son, he's only 12 and he's even doing the martial arts thing. But whoa, did he inherit my, uh, I call it the self-flagellation technique, John, where you pull out the whip. I didn't do mm-hmm. it right. I right. didn't hit my goal. Yep. I'm stupid, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, we're going to reprogram that one. Sure. <laughs> A little bit more at home Absolutely. and actually talk about it. And it talked about self validation. And we've been programmed in a lot of institutions in the world. I hate to say it, even the ones that are perceived as helpful have have taught us to look outside ourselves for Mm -hmm. validation from Mm -hmm. so many. And some of them are perceived, again, healthy. But I love what you said, because if you don't believe in yourself, you know, who will, right? That's right. You know, and if you look at institutions today, our educational institutions are more focused on teaching us what to think rather than how to think. And one of my personal coaches shares with me all the time, and it's, it's a very powerful statement. He says, John, your business and the quality of life that it affords you and your family will never outperform the quality of thinking that you bring to that business. Mm. Therefore, develop yourself and your business will prosper. Yeah. But most people that. spend all their time focusing on the external rather than the one thing they need to focus on, and that's mm-hmm. discovering, developing, and deploying the black belt leader within. That's awesome. I love it. I have a, an acronym, too. It's BAR, B-A-R-R, and the B, of course, first letter is belief. So I love that. I want to give a shout out to one, uh, another one of our viewers really quick, John, from Snowy Hastings, Minnesota. I am so sorry for you guys who experienced snow. I saw the pictures. Um, <laughs> my heart goes out for you. I'm sending you love and compassion <laughs> right now. And I'm doing that because Sean and I joke about this behind the scenes. I used to live in snowy Minnesota. So welcome, welcome, Sean. And this is also an opportunity just to remind you guys as we're talking about the Black Belt Leader Mindset, if you see value in this, please hit the share button. Share this with your community. Don't keep this a secret. Uh, and, and make sure that you also, if you notice the scrolling thing down below. It says comment below with questions on the screen. Another advantage of being inside this community is you get to ask questions. Podcasts are normally pre-recorded and dropped later, so you can't really actively involve yourself inside of the podcast episode. But this is your chance, your opportunity to ask questions of John, of myself, uh, because we've only got about another 12 minutes to go. So this is is your opportunity. 
if someone isn't ready to take like a martial arts course or they're like, uh, where do I begin in my, my personal life or my daily habits? Do you have any other nuggets of wisdom? And I know we have um, some free uh, tools that we'll get to here in, in a little bit, but what other nuggets can you share with our audience today? And I, by the way, I want to get a copy of your book too before I Absolutely. Forget. I'll send you a signed copy of my book. Ooh. I'd be happy to do that for you. Yes. <laughs> what other nuggets so do you have? Let me, let me give you a thought. Let's go back to what we were talking about just a few minutes ago about you know learning to become a better version of yourself. Since 2007, I've spent a significant amount of time studying human behavior, mm. and I've become much of an expert in understanding human behavior and how we think, how we process information, and how that influences our health, our wealth, and our waistline, our relationships, our leadership, our careers, our ability to sell or not to sell, our ability to engage in other people. And here's something that most people don't realize, and it's something that can be helpful to your audience, is that we all live the world differently because we're all, our brains are all hardwired differently. But one of the things that happens when we get under stress or distress, and one of the ways you can learn to recognize that, is again looking within and looking at your emotions. Because when we get under stress or distress, and we're allowing life to take control of us rather than us as a black belt leader – taking control of life, we begin to experience one of three negative emotions that causes us to go in a direction and make choices that aren't in our best interest. And those emotions are fear, anger, and guilt. Hmm. And any time that we find ourselves fearful because something's not going on or I hurt somebody's feelings or I'm not going to get that promotion and we hmm. allow fear to well up within our lives, our thoughts shift to making decisions that may be impulsive, may be compulsive, or may be harmful to us or others. We get angry because we didn't get the job. Somebody said something we didn't like. Somebody cut us off on the road as we're driving down the highway, and then all of a sudden anger comes into our thought process. Mm. That brings about a series of behaviors that, again, can be disruptive and destructive to really help us accomplishing our goals. Mm. And then if we feel guilty over that, now we get the self-flagellation. We start to beat ourselves up. I'm never going to accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. And I think James Allen was very true when he made mm. the statement, echoing the words of King Solomon, as you think, you become. And yeah, understanding how our thinking shapes our attitudes. Our attitude shapes our belief. Our beliefs become our habits, and our habits ultimately are going to dictate the destiny that we're going to live out. Mm. So one of the things I remind people every day in coaching is life is a series of choices and consequences. Every day when you wake up and you put your feet on the floor, Lois, you and I and everybody listening, we get to choose our choices. The consequences of our life happen as a result of the choices that we've made. Mm. So if we look at the consequences of our life we're experiencing or the consequences of our life that we want to experience that we're not yet experiencing – We've got to go back and look at the choices we're making and then work our way backwards. What's the belief? What's the attitude behind that belief? And what's the thought that drove those? And as we begin to learn those things and make those alterations, life opens up for us. We go from scarcity to abundance. We go mm. from poverty to surplus. We mm. go from thinking I can't to I can. And all of a sudden you discover that you've now found your black belt. You're developing that black belt, mm -hmm. and then you go deploy it 
to be world-class at who you are and what you do. Yeah, I love that. And I know, I, I do know it's painful to look within. It truly is. Um, but everything you're saying is once you grow and you expand your mind and your heart is what I'm hearing you say, um, the, the the poverty, the the negative thoughts, the self-flagellation, it all, right. it all just starts to yeah. go away. And I know for me, having been that overachiever type A personality seeking approval based on trauma, right? I also taxed my adrenals. I pushed mm -hmm. too hard and that impacts your cortisol. I, I do, I've done a lot of naturopathic medicine and it's sure. fascinating to me yeah. how also when your cortisol is down and you're tired, your adrenals are exhausted, all of the things that a lot of salespeople tend to be the work hard, play hard crowd, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, then if you don't focus on your health, which is partly why my podcast is called what it is, if you don't heal that stuff, um, you can't really truly, in my experience, get rid of the anger, the fear, the guilt, because you're you're actually mentally and physically not truly even healthy enough to, to do that. It, it, yeah. Does that make sense to you? That's right. Yeah, and if you grab onto those emotions and you hold them, you get caught in this vicious, repetitious cycle that causes you to just make bad choice after bad choice after bad choice, mm -hmm. and you wonder why you can't get off the merry-go-round. It's because yeah. you've embraced a mode of thinking and the corresponding actions behind it that mm -hmm. continually reinforce those consequences you don't want to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I know you got a lot of great tools. Um, where can people find you? And I saw someone already posted this in the comments. So thank you guys. Be a black belt leader.com has a, a fountain of knowledge, right? What, what, what yes, can people does. find there? What should they look for when they go to your website? Yeah, there's a couple of places that I would point them to immediately off the bat. Uh, when they go to the homepage of be a black belt leader.com, Lois, they have an opportunity. I, every week I put out a weekly leadership newsletter, insights into learning to lead yourself well, make good choices, discover, develop, and deploy your own unique black belt. That's a free resource. They can sign up. That's going to be delivered to their inbox every single week. If they go to the training tab, there's a series of trainings that I've done and continue to do that are free available resources on a variety of different topics. And then if they want the opportunity to take themselves deeper and they're trying to figure out how they want to master their life in a unique area, then we've got different modules that we've set up where you can learn to master your mindset, master your emotions, Master your health, master your sales and marketing, master your leadership, master your money. And they can go in and there's course content that we have available, and we're always adding new course content to that. So this website is really a library in development that we're building out to serve the individuals and organizations that are looking to make a difference in the world. That's awesome. Just throwing this out there, if you ever need a guest speaker to contribute, let me know. <laughs> Do you know anybody? <laughs> I I might know her. Absolutely, yes. yeah, yeah. I'd love that to have you as a guest. So sometime. awesome! Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, I want to ask you another question before we wrap it up here, but I, I did want to just go some some quick announcements. First of all, I'm going to put that website beablackbeltleader.com in the show notes, guys. So please. Save that as a favorite. Um, it's a, an amazing resource on on so many levels for your mind, your body, your spirit, and really truly being and becoming the highest and best version of yourself. Uh, just a couple announcements for you as my community reminding you next week, next week, um, and it's the reason we don't have a podcast next week, just spoiler alert, um, there is no live podcast next week. In fact, this is the last live podcast of the month. 
um, because this event next week is so in just so important, so valuable. Um, you don't want to miss it. So Wednesday and Thursday of next week from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific, both days, me and my business partner, Timon, of the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Coaching Movements. This is an official thing that started this month. We're doing an event called SOAR, S-O-A-R, which is an acronym. you got to go to the website to see what that's about. Um, but SOAR into 2022. We want you guys to SOAR into, not push, not, you know, go into the New Year's resolutions mode and then forget about them by February 1st mode, right? We're going to help you write your entire 2022 sales and marketing plan. We're going to talk about my 12-week year work-life balance principles, how to get more done in 12 weeks than most do in 12 months. We're also going to talk about an irresistible offer. What does that look like for you? How are you pricing it? How are you confidently delivering it to the marketplace and generating an extra $250,000 in sales in 2022 or whatever your financial goal may be. So you're going to have your plan on paper before we go into Thanksgiving. If you guys sign up, it's free for the first and last time. It's going to be $197 in the future. So please go ahead and, and sign up for that. Um, space is limited, but there are some spots left. So click on the link in the in the um, comments and also in the show notes whenever you find this later. We'd love for you guys to take advantage of that. So last question, and, uh, and if there's any other nuggets or anything else on your heart, uh, John, please share. But I always close with the same question. Um, when you hear the phrase, healthy and wealthy and wise, what does that mean for you? For me, healthy, wealthy, and wise is a way to live life to its fullest. Because mm -hmm. when we look at the way we live life, if we are not financially savvy, we don't have the money to buy the right types of food and engage in the right types of exercises that allows us to be able to enjoy the relationships that we have and share our wisdom with the world. All of those are interconnected. And all that, to me, goes back to, again, learning to master your life. Because when you learn to master your life and become a black belt leader in your thinking, in the way you live your life, you are then going to be focused on living a life of black belt excellence every single day in everything you do. So you're focused on being healthier, wealthier, and wiser so that you can make a positive impact in the world around you. I love it. Well, this is so powerful today. I, I really appreciate you. Any other last nugget here in the final 30 seconds? Anything else that you haven't shared that you're like, ah, I want to say? Yeah, I'll just mention one thing. I had a new book that released. It's book number six that just released October 1st. It was the number one new release on Amazon. The book is entitled Master the Art of Negotiation, How to Get More of What You Want Without Spending More in the Process. So if anybody's struggling with negotiations or wants to learn how to be a better negotiator, they can pick that book up on Amazon.com. Awesome. I love it. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for being here today. I know we've you been wanting so to welcome. schedule this for quite some time, so I'm so glad that um, the timing is great. As we head into Thanksgiving and you guys think about the reflection of the year uh, you know, and, and all of the things, um, and you're starting to maybe reflect on what's 2022 looking like, Maybe maybe being a black belt leader um, could be one of the themes for your new year ahead. So again, guys, if you saw value in this today, please hit the share button with your community. Please also, just as important, maybe more so, invite your friends to join this Facebook community. I built this for you. 
um, for you to have a like-minded community. There's actually a, a phrase I learned this week um, from a Buddhist teacher. She said, if you look at the words illness and wellness, there's a lot of similar letters, right? Except for a couple. Illness starts with I, wellness starts with we. So together we can all be healthy and wealthy and wise and not go this journey alone. So thanks guys for tuning in. I uh, look forward to seeing you guys on my SOAR event next week. And I will be dropping another episode this month, but it won't be recorded live. So we'll see you back here on December 3rd for the next live show. Until then, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.